0: Welcome to today's podcast. We have with us a special guest. I'm so excited. We have my dad, Brian, here today and Charity, and we are going to be talking about perspective. And the name of this podcast is
1: A Rose Made of Galaxies.
0: All right, so let's get going.
1: All right, to give you an idea of who I am first, I am Charity's father. I'm also a geologist, and unless you think that geologists are not scientifically inclined, as the Big Bang Theory would imply, (laughs) uh, I've had about 16 hours of physics, 12 hours of chemistry, 8 to 12 hours of biology, 20 hours of math. By and large, my college education was science-oriented. I was born in 1855. Oh, excuse me. That's just what it feels like. 1955. So I've seen a few years. As we talk about perspective, let me give you an idea of the direction that I'm coming from. When I was young and in elementary grades and in high school, we were taught that there were three truths. Unfortunately, I can only remember two of them, (laughs) which has to do with age. But amongst those was that all life is derived from the sun. That was an absolute taken that no life could exist without the benefit of the sun. We have now found and learned that there are multiple life forms that exist totally in the absence of sun. There are life groups that exist around methane vents in the deep ocean. No activity that drops down organic matter to them. They derive their nourishment from the methane vents. We know that along the mid-Atlantic arc, that there are, along the fumaroles, that there are life forms that are existing solely dependent on the sulfur-rich fumaroles that are coming out of the rifting center. So something that was an absolute truth when I was going to high school is no longer an absolute truth. Another absolute truth was man is the only animal with a language. That has been disproved long ago, perhaps most famously with the Gorilla Cocoa, but that animals uh, also have communication and language. The third truth may have been that man is the only animal to use tools. We can't even build a termite stick as good as a chimpanzee can, so we know that there are animals that build and use tools as well. Why do I bring this up on perspective? Because it seems in the world that I am looking at today, people fall back on science saying that this is an absolute, this is the truth. I am always nervous whenever somebody says that this is absolutely the way things are because I know that sure as the sun rises tomorrow that there will be a new truth that will come out as soon as somebody says this is the only way that it can be. When the Hubble Space Telescope went up, I absolutely love the photos that were coming back. Before then, astrophysicists felt that they had a very good handle on the formation, the age, the creation of the universe, and they put forward their postulates and said that this is the way gravity acts, this is the way that light acts, this is the way that stars are formed. Since that time, with the benefit of the insights of the Hubble Space Telescope, without the interference of the atmosphere... One of the first things that our astrophysicists said was, we're going to have to rederive some of our theories because these clearer pictures have us confused. So scientific truth, when truth will always be right. Scientific truth as defined by man may not always be right and yet have room to move. So that is what I mean by perspective. I love looking at the photos from the Hubble Space Telescope. One of the ones that we were talking about, a rose made from galaxies today, shows us a pair of galaxies that the way they sit with us look like a rose. I love looking at the colliding galaxies because one thing is certain. Space is constantly changing. The heavens and the earth are not stationary. They are created they will be destroyed. The material will be reformed into new stars, into new galaxies with billions of stars. The world would teach our children that they are small. God teaches our children that they are his children and heirs to everything that he has. If we read in First John, and here I am, I had it open, now I just killed it. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Christ himself said, I return to my Father and to your Father. We are eternal. We are children of the Most High God, who has organized the matter in the heavens and in the earth and has created it that we would have a chance to progress and go forward. We are not small and accidents." Rather, we are the reason that creation is occurring, so that we can become like our Father in Heaven. I want my children to have the same opportunities I have had, and even more. Why would we think that a loving Father in Heaven would not want the same for us? The heavens are there for us to learn about. But the lies that man would tell... Lost in the jargon of science that is not absolute as it is man science would teach us that we are small and insignificant. We are not. We are children of the Most High God, and as such have divine kinship. I just would have this podcast be dedicated to perspective. True religion and true science... We'll always agree. We just have to make sure that from both fronts, the religious side and the scientific side, that we are dealing with truth. One truth is certain of this I have found out for myself. I have a Father in Heaven that loves me and loves you, and He wants the best for me, and I want to try to love Him by obeying His commandments. We are eternal. We are children of God's. The heavens and the earth are there for us to progress. And I look forward to the day when we return to that Father in heaven that perhaps we might have some hand in the continued organization of the heavens that are above us.
0: I love that. I love that you bring in the heavens specifically because on really stressful days... I go out at night and I look up at the stars and it changes my perspective. It realigns it to looking at, oh my goodness, the craziness of today or this week or this month or a year is but a moment when I look up at those stars. And even when we see shooting stars, I mean, that is just one more piece of creation being made into something new, right, Dad? Yes, And so it's hopeful to me that when we learn these timeless truths, such as perspective, we are then able to move forward through the mundane and so that we can start sorting the lies that we hear. Because there are so many pieces of information in this world that is just bombarding us, but When we hear truth, usually it resonates with a piece of us inside. And so what are times that you have found a piece of perspective in your life?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, Anytime that I am discouraged, discouragement seems to befall us Uh, as a man when I would lose my job uh, being uh, associated with the oil and gas industry that is quite a cyclic industry and I would feel how am I going to take care of my family how am I going to feed them where are we going to stay what are we going to do having an eternal perspective I can remember that I was lost in trusting in the strength of my own arm and not in the strength of our father's uh, the last time i lost my job and i was so worried for my family and i happened to be sitting and praying about that when such a calming feeling came over me that said this is but a molehill and is part of the plan that i have for you the result of that was a job that took me to the middle east where i was able to learn about our Arab brothers and sisters and much more about the religion that came out from Ishmael and the history that came out from Ishmael, where I was able to be involved with a culture that hasn't changed for 3,000 years. It opened up my eyes to a lot of the Old Testament and the New Testament sayings and the things that Christ was saying. When the prodigal son, uh, for example when the father ran out and threw his arms around the son that was returning, that wasn't just to welcome him, that was to protect him. Because once he had taken his inheritance and excluded himself from the family, he was seen as a stranger and an enemy to the tribe and to the family. So that father was not only welcoming his son back, he was protecting his son. And I can't tell you the number of times... I have felt that my Father in Heaven has protected me when I have tried to come back to Him from all of the times that because of mistakes that I make, I have been that prodigal son that has moved away from what my Father in Heaven would have.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. When you learn your history, when you look in the heavens, and when you try things out yourself, it really does make it so that your perspective becomes greater As your perspective becomes greater, your wisdom (laughs) increases because you're learning from others, not just your own experience. And it makes all the difference in life is what I found. It allows me, myself at least, to be able to hold on because I see those who have gone before who had a better perspective. Like Benjamin Franklin. I've been working on his, not his, um, he had 13 virtues and he was certain that he would become perfect in them. If he just really worked on each one individually. And in the end he wasn't, but he was a far happier man. And I have set a list for myself of things that I'm working to improve, to become more perfect at knowing that I won't be fully perfect at them.
1: Charity to all of your listeners, know the story of the two frogs that fell into the butter churn?
0: No. What is that?
1: Oh, I love the story. Two frogs fell into a butter churn. Of course, a butter churn was round, no edges, nothing that they could get out. So they're swimming and they're swimming and they're swimming. One of the frogs got discouraged and said, there's no way out. I will lose my strength before morning. Why do I fight trying to still keep alive? I am just going to sink to the bottom and drown. The other frog said, well, there's no way out. I'm not going to give up, and I'm going to keep swimming. Sure enough, the discouraged frog sank to the bottom and drowned, fulfilling his own prediction about his death. The other frog kept swimming, kept swimming, (laughs) kept swimming. In the morning, the farmer's wife came to the butter churn and lifted out the edge so that she could start churning. What did she find?
0: That the butter had been churned. <laughs> Frog
1: floating on a piece of butter. <laughs> we may not see the answers to our problems, but if we get discouraged and give up, we will surely fall. But if we just keep swimming and not let discouragement, if we have a perspective that a miracle can happen, we just may find a piece of butter that we can pull ourselves up onto.
0: I love that. I absolutely love that, especially because which frog are you? Are you the one that gives up and drowns and lets the world just suck you down? Or are you the one who keeps going and going and going, even when it seems impossible and you churn that butter?
1: Uh, Hopefully we may all run into one side or the other of it, But before we sink to the bottom and drown, I hope we get a new lease on life and keep kicking a while longer.
0: (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. Keep going.
1: Yeah. It's our attitude. Same events, our attitude towards them. We can have miracles occur in our life. Things that we don't even know will occur when Heavenly Father sticks his hand in to help us.
0: Oh, I agree. And the last piece I was thinking about going back to the galaxies, I've been, I am my father's daughter and I have been studying NASA for years as well. And I actually even read Einstein's theory of relativity, which I highly recommend. He wrote two versions of it and I did the simpler version, which is not simple, but it was fascinating to see as the pictures were written in my mind of what he saw. I've been studying an astrophysicist recently who has discovered other universes that look like they have life on them. And she just happened to map out enough information in the universe that she said, let's pinpoint this one area. And because of that, So serendipity, right? She was doing, happened to be at the right place at the right time while also having enough learning, education and work that she found all of the elements of what is required for life to be sustained on a planet in a different universe. And to me, that is so exciting because again, it makes me perspectively look at my own life and at this world and say, wow, how much more is out there? It is so exciting to think about. So I'll leave you with this. How is your perspective today? Are you in a place that you're willing and ready to change it a little bit so that you can find more joy?